Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth This is Maya Tiwari This episode is about the Shakti Power That primordial feminine force of the universe Shakti being a Sanskrit word that means precisely that It is imperative that we reclaim the feminine primordial force in order to put creation back in harmony with all things. The principle of Shakti, as set forward by the Vedic tradition, offers a revolutionary solution to restoring wellness, wholeness and harmony in our world. To heal and make whole the maternal life force. Each and every woman must reclaim the feminine energy necessary to restore wholeness, love and joy within and without. Now the Shakti principle is also carried in men as well, but not to the manifested extent that it occurs in women who are the primordial birth givers whose womb have been shaktified or sanctified by the powers of this primordial force. This principle, which knowledge has been preserved by the Vedic tradition, is the cosmic or the cardinal or the nucleus that pervades our entire universe and sustained by the feminine force that all world's culture, the ancient world's culture and traditions observed and understood. For many several centuries we are witnessing the breakdown of this maternal memory and the erosion of the Shakti force. A force which as I've said earlier is central to the regenerative power that safeguards our ability to heal our wounds and maintain our creative force, our primordial birth-giving, life-giving prana, as well as life itself in the human terrain. Shakti removes when put into force, when reclaimed and restored within each one of us, renders us the ability to deal with immense levels of stress and pathology. Women and daughters especially are largely unaware of our powerful feminine nature. The well-being of mother nature, every species, our forest, our air, our skies, river and the earth herself depend on the restoration of this primordial force vital for the wellness of women, children, men, community at large, as well as our animals and nature herself. The Shakti energy in the Vedic tradition is central, centrally focuses on women's consciousness, wellness and happiness. We have had many deities presented, the personification or the cosmic personification or archetypal images that defined divine feminine force 
which are still in effect today and which informs the world and the lost traditions of the maternal memory that we all have the Shakti power. Women in particular must restore this power in order to bring together harmony, nurturance, nourishment for our earth. The time is calling on us. The axis of the earth herself has shifted and tilted toward the restoration of the Shakti force in our world. So it will not be an uphill battle as it had been in the past. We will find it much easier to acclaim and to accomplish this powerful force that's already imbued within our immutable nature as women and girls. Through the powerful essence of Shakti, women were born with the wombs that became the direct emissaries of the Divine Feminine. As women, we have learned to redirect this understanding of the womb towards its divine function, and we need to relearn this all over again. Whether we are beyond the years of fertility, we are wombless or with womb, we need to bring the energy of Shakti more prominently in our lives and understand what that truly is in order to foster nurturance and healing for the planet. This episode is about revering, honoring, and an appeal to all of the archetypal goddesses of all traditions. There isn't enough room here in this episode to be laud and bestow our praises to every goddess archetype in our world, known and unknown. But I've chosen a handful, and along with me you can recite them, just to bring about that understanding of light, that understanding of nurturance, that understanding that protects Mother Earth, who is in dire need of being sheltered, cared for, and that can happen through restoring our Shakti force as we connect to each other as women. Long before modern science learned how to control a woman's sacred reproductive function and manipulate her intrinsic rhythms and also belittle or denigrate her powerful Shakti force, the ancient cultures of our entire world recognized that a woman's fertility, for instance, and abundance and splendor were tied to the movement of Mother Moon. And along with it, the vital energies that come alive within her Shakti, that maternal life force that sustains the nourishment on earth, as said before. These rishis or sages understood that her physical body, mind, womb, and spirit grew out of the sacred essence of the Divine Mother, the Divine Feminine, or as I call it, the Mother Consciousness. From time of yore, the female of all species carried magical energies within their wombs. 
the cosmic imprint of the world's creation, birth of birth. The Shakti energy circulates, in fact, through and around the space of the womb, a woman's area of delicacy and of the most vulnerability. Unfortunately, we do not recognize the sanctity of the powers we carry within us or the great responsibility that comes with this shaktified largesse. As profound as the feminine power is, it is also equally as vulnerable and fragile. For this reason, we are more susceptible to disease and distress and to intuiting the anguish of our nature and of Mother Nature than the male species. When we learn to care for our bodies, our womb, our heart, which tissue memory all circulates around the shaktified primordial force at its very core, we learn to heal our feminine life force and protect ourselves from devastation, from disease sometimes, and also to understand that if we do fall ill at ease with our bodies or minds, that we are here to understand the journey and resolve it within ourselves. Having this light beam, this understanding of the Shakti, becomes a beacon that guides us through narrow, arduous and difficult passages. Our maternal instincts, our intuition of procreation, our creativity as women come directly from the goddess of the universe. In the Vedic tradition, we call her Sri Mahalalita Ambika. But she's called many, many names in many different traditions. Infinite venerations are offered to the exquisite goddess of our universe, honoring her in all of her forms, earthly and celestial. Ayurveda informs us that women naturally possess a delicate equipoise within the body due to this powerful force of the Shakti Prana or the feminine life force which is tied in to the general life force called prana. This primordial feminine power moves within the body and the psyche of every woman and girl through specific channels that circulate the two lower chakras located around the perineum and sacrum of our bodies. When the balance of this prana is disturbed, it results in long-term challenges relating to the loss of maternal strength, to negativity influencing many aspects of her life. The ancients understood that if we neglect to preserve a woman's creative primordial energy and the Shakti Prana that manifests as the procreative energy circulating the genitals womb belly of a woman, then we are in trouble with our earth. 
or a communion process, natural communion process with the trees and the birds and the sky, the animals, and every blade of grass depends on a balanced sense of this force, Shakti force within us. Many of our maternal goddesses, traditions have been have morphed into other holidays and other celebrations. Not to denigrate the other celebrations, I'm sure there's positive reasons why those were done. But if we are, for instance, to remember Easter, the celebration of Easter, it originally was the celebration of the spring equinox. The goddess Ostara, or Ostri, is the Germanic goddess of spring and dawn. She's only mentioned once in the scholarly writings of the period called Bidi, the monk that stated that during the old Anglo-Saxon name for April, which was Ostri Monath, the pagan Anglo-Saxons held festivals in Ostara's honor. She's also mentioned a number of inscriptions in Germany and the modern holiday of Easter, originally the name for the spring equinox, but later subsumed to the Paschal calendar for the Christian resurrection holiday. This name, Ostara, is related to that of Eos, the Greek goddess of dawn, and both can be tracked back pro-Indo-European goddesses of the dawn. Now here I will take pause and recite the names of the goddesses I have jotted down from many of our traditions from so many places around the earth from time long past we bow to Kushmanda, the Vedic goddess, creatrix of the universe, the goddess who is given 10,000 names by my tradition. We bow to the goddess of the white cattle, Boan. She give, brings forth fertility, wealth, nature, and is the protectress of the cows. We bow to the forest goddess Ipona, who protects the horses and stallions, the animals of power, the warrioress, and the forest. We bow to the gentle, beautiful Aphrodite, whose beauty and gentleness, love and compassion serves the earth. We bow to the fiery goddess Bridget, we bow to the goddess of the sea, Aphrodite. We bow to the goddess of the river, Sainan. Goddess of the sacred Ganges River, Mother Ganga. Protector of the oceans, waters, streams, and kindness, Jemuna of the Orisha tradition the goddess of wisdom in the Vedic tradition, Saraswati, in the Greek tradition, Athena, the goddess of magic healing, Isis, the goddess of the forest, 
Aranyani or Aranyanai. Goddess of the mountains, forest, sky, the celestial hunter and the beautiful Diana, otherwise called Artemis. The fire goddess of the Vedic tradition, Shakti herself, and many other names for her, Kali Durga. The goddess of the river Severn, Sabrina. Kuan Yin, the goddess of compassion. Goddess Lita, the goddess of abundance, nature, and loving companionship. We bow to Mahamaya, the creatrix of the universe, to Goddess Saraswati, firm wisdom, knowledge, and the fine arts, to Goddess Ermid, the fine arts and healing arts, to Aini, the goddess of fertility and love, to Seridwen, the goddess of wisdom, art, poetry, and nature. We bow to the goddess Nut, keeper of the heavenly vault and the celestial sky. We bow to Phlidais, the goddess, earth goddess of nurturance and blessings. To Danu, the goddess of fertile lands and flowing waters. To Bhumi Devi, the goddess of Mother Earth and nurturance fertility. To Annapurna, the goddess of food and nourishment and the preservation of the Earth's magic. To goddess Ma'at, who protects truth and justice and discernment in our world. We bow to the goddess Ear for her kindness, open spirit, healing arts, who protects the forest and the animals with her magical prowess. We bow to the celestial goddess Durga, the form of Kali, the celestial warrior and protector of women and nature, and the dissolver of ignorance. We bow to goddess Thea, light blue sky, her wealth and magnificence. Bless us. Thank you for listening. May peace be your journey.